a wonderful weekend. We have a brand new week of fun starting right now with a food, food, food-centric roundtable. Let's jump in. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is the official Rob Glasser, Glasser Network. <coughs> Excuse me. We are coming to you live from Everyday Heroes. <coughs> Choking on myself. Uh, the uh, this particular or, uh, Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things informational and educational, but still very fun. Today, the topic that we all love so much, apparently so much show, a lot of people are enjoying the food videos, so let's do some more food and this time take a historic route a little bit. We're going to do the Battle of the Chickens, Nashville Hot versus Rotisserie. Let's see what wins, and we're going to learn some pretty funny things as well. So first up, the history of Nashville Hot Chicken. I did not actually know this until I did the research. It's actually pretty funny and comes from a little quarrel between a couple that ended up separating. However, the chicken stayed. From julieho.com, they wrote a very short... Um, blog but there's also a video on there i think from food network if you guys want to check it out it's right there but basically the story goes that a man named thornton prince who was kind of a lover of the ladies was always out every night even though he had a wife at home one night she decided to try to get even with him and make his favorite food fried chicken but doused it with a very fiery sauce made out of homegrown cayenne peppers Apparently, things went awry, though, when he came home and he loved it so much he wanted more. Even though Prince and his wife separated shortly after, his love for the hot chicken remained, and to this day in Nashville, Tennessee, you can pick up the original recipe, not pick it up, but eat it, at Prince's Hot Chicken Shack. Um, again, if you want to watch the video, the full video, it is on there. Um, but how funny, is, I mean, not really funny. But how odd is that, how things pop up? Nashville hot chicken to this day is popular, obviously more so in the South, but you can get it a lot of places. It's probably not the same outside of Nashville because the South is known for their, uh, their hot chicken, but you can get a good hot chicken in most places, especially where we are in uh, near LA, places like New York and Texas that are known for lots of big food. Um, let me ask though, what are you guys a fan of hot chicken? Hot chicken, you know, it, it's, it's a palate thing. You know, if you're not into spicy food, you're not going to like it. But if you do like a good hot food, um, it's, it's pretty good. But, and also to signify, uh, like a hot wing or a boneless wing is a very different thing than this. This is legitimate fried chicken doused with a specific hot sauce, usually made out of cayenne, sometimes made out of jalapeno, but it's made out of a very spicy pepper. Um, that's turned into a sauce. So if you want good hot chicken, check out your local area. See what you can find. I'm sure you're going to find some sort of version, and it's probably going to be just as good for you if you like it. Or take a trip down to Nashville and <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. That was odd. The next website looked really weird, but it's all good. They are just <coughs> excuse me. They're just covering all the bases to be clean and healthy. All right, so if you're not a fan of hot, how about roasted? So Benny'sTacos.com, because who else would talk about chicken? No, they actually sell um, chicken on their place. They wrote down a quick history of the rotisserie chicken. 
Let's see if this one's any more inspirational. Um, all right, so at this restaurant in Santa Monica um, is one of their best uh, products for their tacos and uh, quesadillas and burritos and more is their rotisserie chicken. Obviously in Mexican cuisine, chicken is a big part of what they make it out of, but chicken in general is a part of everything as we just learned. Nashville has their hot, LA has theirs, uh, Texas does a lot of barbecue, and then of course you have all the other uh, barbecue states as well as places like New York and New Jersey and all that as well. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. As well. So they say, although cooking rotisserie chicken gained its popularity in the 2000s from sales and places like Costco, the bird and the method of rotisserie have come a long way. Originally, rotisserie chicken appeared strictly in France during the medieval period. Grilled chicken was a favorite of King Richard the Lionheart during the 12th century. At this time, it was made as a stew. The appeal, the appeal of roast Chicken is the roasting of the meat using spit skewers. The spit is a metal rod that went through the whole chicken, which would then be rotated and cooked slowly over a heat source. Uh, rotation of meat allowed it to be cooked evenly with rows by the heat, uh, the heat radiating. There were even records that at some point, the first ever rotisserie chicken was turned by dogs, not sure how that worked, and then it went into steam, then clockwork. It is in 1946 when rotisserie chicken is actually introduced to Mexico. So I actually was a little bit wrong because apparently its previous predecessor is France. And I think Richard the Lionheart was Scottish. So it really is a European thing in the 12th century. And then it came over to Mexico. It was first founded on the street corner of Gutenberg, Melchor Ocampa in Colonia Anzuris. Sorry if I uh, skewed that wrong. The first rotisserie chicken was called the Chicken Rio. The people had then developed its own spin to the seasoning of the chicken using garlic, curry, beer, lemon, barbecue, and more. <coughs> Excuse me. It also eventually became a favorite dish in the family household in 20th century Mexico. By the 70s, Mexico was filled with rotisseries. So there you go. I didn't realize that. I thought it actually was strictly over on our side, but apparently it actually started in France and possibly uh, Scotland as well. However, if you notice, they said that it was originally over there as a stew, more so chicken rotisserie as we know it here is really what started in Mexico. So I guess one could say that the rotisserie chicken we know of really did start here. And the, uh, the original was more of a different style. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. What are you looking at? Do you see something? Oh, I see a little bug. Yeah, my cat is my cat is hunting. All right. So, which one do you think won? Do you think it was the hot, Na the Nashville hot, or do you think it was the rotisserie? Now, there's more food in the world than chicken, guys. And I'm going to go over ten of the all, the ten of the most popular foods generally. And you'll notice that most of these are very standard style foods. There's nothing really special. It's more just the style. So this is from alltopeverything.com. And number one, it is wheat. Wheat is obviously used in so many things. Um, the share of total global human, cal human calorie intake is 18.5%. 
average calorie supply per day around the world is 544 kilocalories a day. Annual global production is 766 million tons. And the top five leading places that grow it, China, India, Russia, USA, and France. Um, popular wheat dishes include breads, pastas, pizza, pizzas, pastries, cakes, pancakes, and breakfast cereals. So it makes a lot of sense that wheat is a popular one because look how many things it's in on a regular basis. Number two, if wheat's not your thing, what about rice? <sighs> Excuse me. Share of total global intake is 18%, and average calorie supply per day around the world is 528 kilocalories. Global production, 756 million tons, and the five leading productions is China, India, Indonesia, Bangladesh, and Vietnam. I think my cat got it. Some of the popular rice dishes we have basmati, boiled rice, fried rice, steamed rice, sushi, risotto, paella, and rice pudding. I'm a big fan of sushi, so there you go. Uh, but look at all the things there that you would eat. Number three is corn. Global intake is actually only 5.3%, but it is an average calorie supply is 156 kilocalories a day. And at 1.2 billion tons, that is a lot of production being made. USA, China, Brazil, Argentina, and Ukraine are the top five leading producers. Uh, popular corn dishes, we have it raw, popcorn, tortillas, tacos, nachos, polenta, and cornbread. Number four is pork. Uh, calorie intake, 4.1%. Kilocalories, 123. 121 million, million tons produced. Five leading production, China, USA, Brazil, Russia, and Vietnam. Of course, we have various types of sausage, ham, bacon, lard, pork chops, pig roast, pork tenderloin, and Vindaloo, and one that I cannot pronounce, Schweinschucks. Don't know what that is. Number five is potatoes. 2.1% calorie intake, 62 calorie, kilocalories a day, and 368 million tons produced. The top five places, China, India, Russia, Ukraine, and USA. Of course, potatoes cooked to raw, french fries, chips, gratin, gnocchi, koptka, poutine, mashed potatoes, and hash browns. Number six. Poultry. Hey, there you go. We just talked about chicken there. 2% calorie intake, 61 kilocalories a day, 121 million tons produced. USA, China, Brazil, Russia, and India are the top five. And of course, popular dishes are fried chicken, nuggets, wings, chicken tikka masala, roast chicken, roast goose, roast turkey, pecking duck, and foie gras. Number seven, cassava. Don't really know what this is, but I think it's a root vegetable. 1.3% daily intake, 39 kilocalories a day, 279 million tons. Nigeria, Thailand, um, Congo, Brazil, and Indonesia are the five top leading producers. We have cooked cassava, deep fried tapioca, piutu, farofa, cassava cake, cob cob, ban ko mi. Number eight is beef. Um, 1.3% calorie intake, average calorie, 39 kilocalories. 342 million tons produced USA, China, Brazil, India, and Argentina. Various steaks, various hamburgers, goulash, meatloaf, rouladen, rinderbraten, picadillo, beef tenderloin, flocky, and pho. Number nine is eggs. 1.2% calorie intake, average calorie supply, 38 kilocalories a day. Only 82 million tons produced, I guess, depends on how many chickens you got. Leading producers, China, USA, Indonesia, India, and Mexico. Boiled, fried, scrambled, omelets, 
carbonara, pancakes, and cakes. Of course, you need all that good stuff for that. And last, we have one more, I guess, kind of, I don't know, plant-based, is sorghum. 1% calorie intake, 30 kilocalories a day, 62 million tons. Top five places, USA, Nigeria, China, Ethiopia, and Sudan. Cook sorghum, jowar bakri, jolada roti, dru, sorghum pilaf, and maltabella. So, other than a few that I hadn't actually heard of, actually only two, I've heard of eight of the two, or eight of the ten. That's a lot of good stuff. You'll notice a lot of it is general uh, grow, uh, plant you plants grown, and only a couple are actually meat sources. So, what do you guys think? This is pretty interesting, right? Let us know what you think in the comments. Until later today, if you guys are a fan of H.P. Lovecraft, you're going to want to uh, listen in because we're going to talk about how a certain character has seemed to surpass its author and continues to be relevant to today. As always, guys, thank you for watching. Stay curious. Well, if you haven't subscribed yet, go, go do that too.